a couple of years ago, we were, we were driving home from Devon. And uh, it was one of those journeys that when you plug home into Google Maps, the red ETA sign was just flashing. You know your expected destination time. It was red, it was flashing. And so I knew that the journey was going to be pretty horrendous. And I knew that that time was going to go in only one direction, and that was up. And as we, we left Devon, we got on to the M5, and it was jammed, and we crawled along for ages. Uh, and then it sped up, and we got cracking, and we got going, and then suddenly there was this thud from the roof, and we had five bikes across the roof, and one of the racks snapped. So uh, slight panic, we managed to pull off, and we pulled off the motorway, and I fixed that, and I know, strapped it on, and we kept, and we kept going. And then we got onto the M4, and it was shut in loads of different places. So we ended up meandering through deepest, darkest Wiltshire in the dark, which no one wants to do. Wiltshire's a lovely place. If you're from Wiltshire, lovely but I'd have rather been on the M4 heading home. And uh, we were then, I don't know, with some little village. We went round this roundabout, I thought quite gently, but we went round this roundabout and suddenly there was this huge thud from underneath the car. And uh, we all kind of startled because it was loud. So again, pulled off and stopped again. And I did what every person who actually hasn't got a clue about cars does. I got my iPhone out and I turned the torch on I sort of looked underneath the car, looked fine. I wandered around, kicked every tire. They were fine. I went round the roundabout to see if there was anything there that might have fallen off. There wasn't. We kept going. Eight months later at the MOT, failed disastrously. The whole rear suspension had gone. That was what that thud was. I thought that the firm ride was just the sport mode of my car, but <laughs> clearly... Clearly not, clearly not. Anyway, we finally reached home. We reached our destination. And I can tell you, driving down our street in leafy, bushy Hertfordshire felt like I had arrived at the Grove. It was just lovely. Difficult roads, difficult journeys often lead to beautiful destinations. And uh, that journey home that night wasn't the journey we expected. It wasn't the route that we thought we were going to take that night. There were twists and turns. There were unexpected happenings all the way home. But the destination remained the same. Often difficult roads lead to beautiful destinations. And over the last few weeks, a few people have been asking me, where are we going? Where are we going as a church? They've been asking the team as well. Are we changing direction? What's the vision for the future? And uh, over the coming weeks, we're going to unpack that more together as a church community. But from the outset, I do want to say this. This is God's church. Always has been. Always will be. And uh, it's good to remind ourselves that God has done some amazing things in this place over the years, uh, despite what we now know, people sometimes fail, but God does not. He is faithful. He is faithful. And so we're going to continue to go where we have always gone. And, uh, and I've said this a few times over the last few months. Our mission hasn't changed, and that is to love God, love people, and love the world and the community that he's called us 
to serve and to love. 2023, last year, uh, was a difficult journey for us to travel as a church. And uh, it's right that we acknowledge the past year uh, because it was one that none of us expected to travel. And I'm really mindful that as we look in the rearview mirror uh, of this past year, for many, it's been difficult and it's been raw at times. And we know it's been an incredibly difficult and painful journey for many. And it's right tonight that we acknowledge and we continue to pray for all those people that bravely stepped forward and shared their stories. But you know, in what has been a difficult journey at times, when it's felt like we've got stuck, uh, when it's felt like we've just got lost in the circumstances of what's gone on, when it's felt like something else has struck us or a bike has fallen off the roof, um, I've been regularly reminded of just how kind and gracious and faithful God is. And through it all, he has been with us. And I've also been so encouraged by some of the things that I have seen him doing in this place over the last few months, despite the challenges. God is stirring up a new freedom in this place. And I'm excited to see more of that. I'm excited that we make more space for him to move among us so that not only does his love and his spirit fall in this place, but it would flow out of those doors and flow into, the, into Watford and into the world that we serve, that he would revive us and revive our town. There's a new freedom in our worship. There's been something happening in our prayer life as a church, which we've just seen beginning to blossom and grow. Uh, we're seeing more and more people stepping up and being released to lead. And I'm really excited about what God is doing with our young people. Something is stirring with our young people. They are growing in faith. They're inviting their friends to church and their passion and their love for Jesus is growing. Young people is why this church was planted 30 years ago. It's in our DNA. This is a church for everyone but there is something specific for us as a church community for young people. And we're gonna pursue that and serve them. And I, I love that through this, through this season, more and more, we are becoming a community that is looking less to the front, but is looking more left and right, side by side. We are beginning to love one another more as a community. And I love that. Our culture is changing. And we wanna be a church where Everyone is known, everyone is loved, everyone feels truly part of this community and this family, and where everybody feels they have a place and a role to play. And uh, one thing I am sure of is that as we follow and serve Jesus, we can know that he knows the beginning and the end. He is the Alpha and the Omega. And we can trust him because he is faithful. Deuteronomy 31 verse eight, the Lord himself goes before you and he will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. So as we start this, this new chapter, a new journey in the life of Soul Survivor Watford and, and that passage that Connie's just read um, from Acts is such a timely reminder for us as a community of believers as we go on this journey together. Our destination will always, always, always be Jesus. We're gonna plug his name into Google Maps every time 
and we're gonna follow him. And the reality is we don't know what route he might take us on, we might meander, uh, we don't know what diversions there may be on the way, we don't know if our suspension will fail or the roof rack will fall off, but what I do know is he will be with us every step of the way. And just like the early church in Acts, we're gonna continue to be rooted in worship. We're gonna continue to root ourselves in scripture, in the word, and we're always gonna make space for the Holy Spirit to move among us, pointing us to Jesus. And so, as we seek to love God, we're gonna continue to place worship as our highest priority. Verse 42 of Acts, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer, and everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. Verse 46, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And as a church, we're gonna continue to spend lots of time in worship. Um, Just as the early church gathered together, they devoted themselves to learning and growing and praising God, and we're gonna continue to do the same. Our longing is that that devotion and adoration of Jesus grows deeper and deeper. And as it grows deeper and deeper, it would permeate through this whole church community, through the adults in our church, through the youth, through our children, that we would be surprised by Jesus and we would see him more and more at work in and among us, in our lives. And as a result, we would be a bunch of contagious Christians that others are drawn to. We're gonna continue to be a community that loves people. A community and a family who loves one another. And in this season, I have loved the way and I've loved watching how this church family has loved each other well. We have cried together. We have laughed together. And um, back in November, um, I was talking about community. And again, I was just reminded of it as I was just preparing for this. Those, those Canadian redwood trees. Um, and if you don't know anything about Canadian redwoods, they are tall. 300 feet tall, these things. They're huge. And they live for hundreds of years. And they can withstand anything. Fire, wind, floods. They continue to stand. But what's amazing about these trees is their roots only go down about 12 foot, yet they are 300 foot tall. And um, back in the 1800s, the Victorians brought some of these trees from Canada to, uh, to England, and they started plant- planting them randomly across, across the land. And what they found was that when the winds came, the floods came, these trees fell over. They didn't stand, they couldn't withstand the, 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 the storms and the winds. And uh, what they discovered was that these trees needed to be planted together. They needed to be planted in a family. And when they planted them together in a family, these trees survived the storms. There was something powerful that kept them standing. And that was each other. These trees have the most incredible root system that only goes down 12 feet, but it spreads out far and wide, holding one another up. And this is such a powerful picture of us as the church. We are a family. We are a community. And when we stand close to one another, when we grow together, when we love one another, when we cry together, when we embrace one another, when we serve one another 
we hold one another up. And we're gonna continue to do that more and more through the way we are as a community, through our pastoral structures, our connect groups. We're gonna find more and more ways that we will hold one another up. Finally, because I'm beginning to croak. We are not here for ourselves. We're not here just to gather together in this space. We are for out there. That is our purpose. Mission and evangelism has always been core to our vision. But sometimes maybe we've just been too inward looking. So over the coming months, we're gonna go on a journey together, seek new ways that we can serve our community, new ways that we can serve our town. And the meal boxes that we hand out every holiday are an amazing way that we serve many, many people in our community. And it's been lovely to see uh, how relationships have been built through those connections. Um, we've met some amazing people. We wanna grow Alpha, again, a place where people can, can come and find more about faith. We wanna develop the cafe, that it would be a place of welcome and, and hope for people as they step into this place. And we see this in Acts, verse 45. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together with glad and sincere hearts. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Our hope and our prayer is that we would be a community of people who, who are equipped and who are sent out of these doors each week into our communities, our work, our schools, our colleges, who love extravagantly, who are passionate about sharing what we have with others. We wanna be uh, a community of people who serve the last, the least, and the lost, who love the people that God has placed around us. And so as I finish, our calling hasn't changed. The destination is still Jesus. And the road that he calls us to is exciting, and we will, we will continue to pursue this passionately. And what I find amazing about God's call to his church, not just Soul Survivor Watford, but his church, the church worldwide, is that he, inv he invites each of us, each of you, to take part with all our flaws, with all our imperfections, with all our failings. He invites each of us into this mission, into this journey. And the journey ahead may wind a little bit. It might be hard at times. We might get diverted off the route. But let's not lose the map. Let's, let's not lose the sat-nav because we've always had direction and a map as a church. Let's not lose or forget to look at the compass which always keeps us pointed to Jesus. And let's allow the Holy Spirit to move among us however he wants. And let's follow him. Let's run passionately after him. Often difficult roads lead to beautiful destinations. God has good things ahead for this church community. And as we simply follow Jesus, he will lead us and guide us. And all we need to do is look up and run after him. Amen.